Hello, welcome, 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 welcome to my lovely podcast, Out of the Blocks with Jasmine Todd, but guess what? We now have a co-host, which is Caitlin. She was part of the Magic Boost with me, and I am super excited to have her alongside with me as we get these interviews going for the remainder of the season, the year, as we continue on. So, hey, girl. Hey, girl. Thank you for having me. Um, as Jasmine said, I was a part of, you know, the Magic Boost program. So, you know, we putting on this podcast. You know, Jasmine's been having it going for a while, but I'm joining her now. And we're hoping to give you guys some awesome content and just talking to y'all about all things track and field. Because as y'all know, both of us love us some track and field. So, y'all enjoy tonight's session with uh, our amazing guest, Talitha Diggs. Did it load? Did it go through? Okay, I, I've never been on live before, so I was trying to get it through. <laughs> oh, yes, we're Talitha's first live. Let's go. <laughs> uh, and you know what? Like, fun fact, Talitha, you are our first NCAA athlete that we have had on my podcast. So, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. I did. I am so glad to have you on, and let's let's hop into it. Um. I just want to say I love your makeup and your hair, girl. It looks so cute. Thanks. Thank you. Thank I'll you. Out here stunting because she stunts on the track as well. I noticed that at NCAA. <laughs> we love it. Thank you. <laughs> My very first question is: What was it like growing up being the daughter of a four-time <laughs> 800 Olympian? And did that inspire you at all? Um, yes, of course it inspired me because like I knew that I was going to run track because my mom ran track. And also like it's I feel like I always tell people like it's easy to do something when like you know you're going to be good at it. So it's like I knew my mom was good and like everyone else is good. So I was like I'll probably be pretty good too. So I'll just like do it. Um and then yeah, like it definitely inspired me. It definitely like gave me someone to like look after, like look up to and like want to chase. So um yeah, for sure. Were you a senior in high school when the pandemic hit? <laughs> yes, I was a senior in high school. <laughs> okay, we need to cover that. Yeah, no, it was crazy. Like, it, it really was. Um, Like, you, you went from, like, going to school one day, and the next day they're like, okay, just kidding, you're not going to school anymore. So, like, um, it was weird for me, and then obviously I didn't get to finish my outdoor season, which was, like, something that hurt a lot because I felt like I had a lot more in the tank and I wanted to like get some records and like just do some things at the high school level before I went to um college and I just didn't get to do that and um so that was like sad and then um yeah like everything shut down so like I couldn't see my friends for a little bit and like uh it was just like kind of a weird time and then if, like at least I had already committed I feel bad for like the juniors that um like kind of like lost their like recruiting season like junior year for track is like when you kind of get recruited for real so um like a lot of people lost that fortunately i'd already signed and i was already knew i was going to florida so um but yeah it was still weird and in in kind of a crazy time you already knew you were going to florida what was the decision factor of going to florida um hmm, that's a pretty good question Okay, I, I'd say it's, like, a bunch of factors. So I don't know if I could hit just one, like, my big thing. But, like, University of Florida is, like, a great school. So, like, 
Um, that was really important to me. Like, has good academics, and so like you know, I'd be getting the best of both worlds, like academically and athletically. Um, and I felt like they just had a good history and a legacy. Like, Coach Holloway's coached a lot of high caliber athletes, and it's just like I wanted to be one of the next high caliber athletes. So um, for me, it was like I just want to kind of build my own legacy, but also like be in a place where like I can build off of something pretty strong. So that was really important to me. And then also just I felt home in Florida and like. You know, it's pretty close to a lot of big cities, so I can go and, like, travel and, like, kind of just have fun at the same time. So, yeah, it was, like, a good mix. Just want to chime in for a second. So you were talking about how one of the reasons why you chose Florida was to, you know, be a part of that legacy and build it. And obviously you are more than a part of that legacy now. Um, I don't think Florida's women ever won an outdoor championship, but you were a part of the team to do it. So talk about what it felt like um front like solidifying yourself in florida's history books and not just florida's history books um ncaa's history books yeah um that was really important for me like i was i really wanted to get a national team title like of course i wanted to you know win as an individual but i feel like a true measure of athletes like how great you could be with others so i really wanted to have the opportunity to do that and that's why i was like i'm gonna go to florida and like my freshman year i felt like we had a strong team but it, we were just missing a couple pieces so I was like, okay, we we got to get some more pieces. So we got Jasmine and Anna Hall and just like some, we got some dogs on our team. And um, and then we just, the next year I was like, okay, we've, we've got the most complete team. Like we're going to win. And then we did it. So that was pretty awesome. And just like, yeah, you just had to be a part of a legacy and like do something that's never been done before. It's really special, um, you know, just to like create something and like have it like attached to your name. So like, it's like, okay, Talitha Diggs won the individual, but she also won as a team. So it wasn't just Talitha Diggs, it was Talitha Diggs and others. So like, that was really important for me too. So with um, you being, having accomplished so many great things already, what's next? Like, what else are you thinking about that you want to accomplish? Not to just, um, you know, not just for yourself, but for Florida's team as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, like, it's like, okay, I have, like, I guess achieved a lot, but at the same time, I feel like there's still, like, a lot more, like, I want to do, like, there's more records, like, there's, you know, I, of course, you want to run faster, like, I've run 49, but, you know, you want to run faster, and it's just also, like, the thing I love about track is, it's like, you could do the, basically, like, one of the greatest things ever, and then it's just, like, okay, now do it again, like, so, for me, it's just, like, <laughs> so, like, of course, all the things I, I have achieved are, like, really important, I'm, like, happy about those things, but it's also, like, okay, I've got to do it again, and, um, you know, just kind of, like, keep, just honestly have fun, too, really, I want to have fun, and I feel like this is a really fun season for me, so, um, I want to continue that, too. I feel like you touched on how, you guys have a strong team. You guys, you guys got some hitters on your team, okay? You guys yeah. got some strong hitters. So yeah. what is your guys' team dynamic like? And do you guys have team leaders? And who are they if you do? Um, yeah, for sure. We definitely have a really good team dynamic. Um, I, we have, like, all of us are really close. We hang out. We, like, always are, like, in the same areas. And just, like, I love having people over my house. So, like, the team will always, like, come over. And we have, like, our stuff at our, my crib. So we have a really good bond. And, like, we, we're close, like, outside of the, off the track, too. So it's just, like, you know, there are people that I can call on at any time of the night if I need something. And, like, I even just help one of my teammates now. I saw someone coming about Vanessa Watson. Like, I just help one of my teammates. And, like, she's, like, my, my sister. So uh, I don't have siblings. So I really see my teammates as my sisters. And so it's just, like, I can be vulnerable around them. And all oh, this she is. I can be vulnerable around them. And, like, we build each other up, too. So um, I think, like, 
really, really good team dynamic. And then as far as team leaders, um, I feel like we all kind of have our own leadership role in different ways. Um, I'd say, honestly, like, I, I think I, I'm pretty vocal. So I'd say, like, in terms of vocal leadership, I think that might kind of be something that I do. Like, that's kind of my role. But um, you have a lot of people that lead by example. And, you know, there's a lot of, like, seniors on the team, like Patricia and Taylor. So we have, like, kind of people that lead with experience and have been there before. Um, so, yeah. I think that's awesome. I have to ask. It's normally I do fun questions, but I want to know what has been your guys, what has been, like, your favorite team activity that you guys have done? favorite team activity okay um okay i love game nights i'd say that's probably my favorite one we have game nights and we play uno and like we they call it like we have a bunch of different variations of uno so we run all those up like we play all that so um i hope that stacks yeah <laughs> we do stack but we do a lot of like you can you have to slap the table if a five goes down and if like you don't slap the table you have to pick up cards like it gets crazy so we'll do like a bunch of different games <laughs> <laughs> y'all scary yeah like, like y'all know y'all know like we're athletes so like we're competitive so like yeah, yeah. I, I guess i'll let it slide on that and you talking about slapping the table i'm like no we just put the stack down and go that way <laughs> no it gets it gets hype it gets it gets crazy <laughs> they done made uno and spades and spoons all into one game and i oh. <laughs> so when you're being recruited because you you felt at home at Florida. Were there any other schools that you were looking at? Yeah, um, I, I'll tell you where I took visits. Um, I went to Texas. Um, I went to uh, Southern California, um, University of Southern California. And then I went to LSU. I went to Stanford and Florida and South Carolina. Nice. So those, I, those are the visits I took. With all these amazing schools, because honestly, you already know you would have done just as amazing at all those schools as you did at Florida. So was it difficult trying to figure out which school to pick from that amazing bunch? Or was it kind of already solidified in your head that you wanted to go to Florida? Yeah. Um, for me, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say that it was hard, but it was like there were a lot of things involved in the decision. So I think when, like, you look at it on paper, um, it, you know, it makes sense why I went to Florida. And, like, I talked about those reasons earlier. Like, it made a lot of sense, like, as far as the coaches, the environment, all that stuff. But, like, a lot of different schools, like you said, had a lot of great things to offer, too. So um, it was kind of hard for me to, like, nail down just, like, what made me feel, like, the best. Um, and But that was something that, like, when you visit the school, like, you, you know, you get. So it's, like, for people that are being recruited, you can kind of get a vibe from the coach and like kind of figure out, okay, this is where I want to visit. But once you actually visit there, it changes everything. So there are some schools I was like, oh, okay, I really want to go there. And then I visited there. I was like, oh, just kidding. Like, I don't like, <laughs> so. Um, so I, I get the feeling girl, cause I'm still a college athlete. And like, when I had to go through my like recruiting process again for grad school, I'd be like, oh snap, I don't think I actually like where I'm going. So, you know, <laughs> we gonna chat about this later. <laughs> Yeah, for real. <laughs> All right, so you're so young in this sport. You're still a college athlete. Like I said, you're our first college athlete that we've had on Out of the Blocks. So 
you've also been dominant in the 400 because you won indoors and outdoors this year. You also won indoors in 2021. So how did those feelings set you up for the future? Sorry. Oh, sorry. I did, okay. I was tweeting you for a second. I was like, I didn't win. Indoor, I won SECs indoors 2021. So I, I didn't win. I was like, did I win? No. Nah, um, but yeah, like definitely being young, like, I'm, you know, I'm still obviously young in the sport. Like there are like a lot of, um, you know, veterans that are still running right now, which is great. But like kind of just, you know, going and learning and, you know, it's like a learning experience. Um, and yeah, just like, you know, getting the two titles under my belt was pretty awesome. And just to really, like you said, dominate the 400 in college was great too. So I feel like it's definitely been a learning experience. Um, and like, I have a lot to grow, a lot to learn. And uh, I'm just, I'm excited for it all. Like I'm, I'm with everything. Like I, I really want to, you know, keep learning. And I, like, I'm a student of the sport. Like I love watching film. Like there's just so many things I can improve on. So although I'm like, you know, an NCAA champion, like I still feel like there's so much for me to learn. So you were talking about veterans. You've actually ran against them a couple times. Like this isn't, it's not like you've only been running against the best of the best college athletes. You were at the Olympic trials last year trying to punch your ticket to Tokyo. So can you talk a little bit about that experience, you know, going through your entire collegiate season, having to go back to Oregon not too much later, um, running through rounds and running against people who, like you said, have had a lot more experience on the track and uh, professional circuit than you? Yeah. Um, I feel like, so last year, obviously I was a freshman, and it was kind of just like a, a, an experience for me. Like I was really, t like after NCs, I'd never run that fast before. And then that quick turnaround, like I was, my body was, was not at that time ready. Um, and so that was something that this next year, I'm like, okay, I'm going to be ready this year. Like I'm going to work hard. I'm going to do what I have to do. I'm going to, you know, just make sure I have the good race plan and everything so that when I come back again, like I'm ready to go. So, um, you know, that was something really important for me. Like, although like it was a great learning experience, of course, going through the trials and there were of course a lot of veterans there, but um, I, I wouldn't say I was too focused on all that. I was really kind of at the time focused on making the team. And then when I didn't, I was like, how am I going to improve? Um, so that was kind of like my big focus for this year. Like Coach Holloway sat and I sat down and like talked about training and rest and everything that we needed to so that like the next, um, like the next time we would be like more prepared and like know what works for Talitha. So, um, yeah, I, it was, but yeah, it, it was definitely cool to like, you know, be around all the veterans and people like you watch on TV growing up and, people that my mom's friends with and who know me like since I was like really young and then like now I'm running against them so I was like oh this is kind of cool so yeah but next time you tell me next time is if next time ain't next week <laughs> <laughs> so you were talking about you know making improvements and a lot of changes but I guess that's the next question I have for you what have you improved or changed or learned between last year and, you know, this year, making it all the way through your collegiate season, being a national champion, but going right back into trying to make another USA team? Um, I think, honestly, like, a lot, you know, my training from this year to last year was different. Uh, Coach Holloway learned me a little bit better and learned kind of what helps me uh, run fast and do the best that I can, really. So, um, yeah, he we just, like, we changed a couple of things. I, he changed a couple of things on the track, and then, um, I really just want to focus on hydrating, getting more rest this year. So that's something that like was a really big thing for me. So um, yeah, just like leading up to, you know, the past couple weeks, knowing that it's like, okay, I had SECs and I had nationals. Now I have trials and everything. So 
you know, just staying focused on those little things like hydrating, getting rest. I want to ask you about the SEC because that conference in sports all across the board. Oh, yeah. Very competitive. What was it like for you to join the SEC and be in that environment? Yeah, like, um, definitely. The SEC, like, it's almost like nationals, honestly. Like, you are competing with the best of the best um, week in, week out, like, throughout the whole season. So, um, definitely prepares you for nationals. It's like, okay, I just ran against, like, these really fast people at SEC. So, nationals, like, I'm running against more fast people, but, like, I just did it. So, it kind of, you know, gets you, like, some confidence under your belt. Um, and so, yeah, but I loved like coming, coming into high school, coming right into the SEC. I was like, okay, like this kind of a big jump. Like I was just watching these people on TV and they're running really fast. So now I got to come in and get ready to do the same. Um, and so I was, uh, you know, you have to make sure you, you have your stuff right. And yeah, definitely SEC, like so many great competitors. I love competing against those girls and I'm friends with a lot of those girls too. So it just like, it, it makes you feel like a family, like. Uh, and then once we go to nationals, it's like, okay, like, I just raced her in the SEC, like, um, you know, I'm not, of course, you know, like, I'll, I'll be like, I'm not like, how do I explain it? I don't even know. It's, it's not like I'm not used to competing against, it's not like I'm not used to competing against, like, fast people, because obviously you do in high school, but in college, it's elevated, you know, it's just another level. So, yeah. It feels like a perfect to get your lip back because if you lose an SECs, I gotta see you again in a couple weeks. So you know, <laughs> we can run this back if we need to. Do you have any opinions? Because I think Texas had just recently joined the SEC, right? Yeah, so, but they're in it until like for a little bit, I believe. Like I, they weren't in it this year. Okay, okay. I was like, I, I know that other schools were trying to switch over and change into the SEC. Do you have any feelings about others like? how other schools are trying to transfer over and does that speak on the competitiveness of the SEC? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't really know too much about like all that stuff, but I from, like, I mean, the SEC is obviously very competitive and um, you know, people, there's great athletes all around the country that aren't in the SEC. And so uh, I'm sure that, you know, they want to, you know, translate and, and come to the SEC and run fast as well. But a lot of those people do the same in their conference too. So it's definitely important to recognize, like, there are a lot of fast people that are not in the SEC, and so, but, like, if someone want to transfer or, like, like translate, like, their whole school come into SEC, like, you know, that's cool, Um, but, yeah, I, I think, I think it'll be cool either way, honestly. So, I want to know, because I do not like, the, I don't like running the 400. I like watching it. I don't like running the 400. <laughs> I'll to run a 400. I will be that's out the wall trying to sprint the whole thing. But I know that is not the intent of how you're supposed to run the 400. I also know everybody runs their own race. They, As you get seasoned, you start to have your own race model. But for the people that don't know, could you give a explanation on what is the basic way to run a 400? Okay, so the basic way to run a 400, like, I'm gonna just say this like there's literally no basic way and everyone runs it different so y'all you guys can you know do it over like get experience and then do it the way you feel most comfortable but um in general like you know you get out um at a good steady pace and you like maintain that rhythm so you know you like down the back stretch like you kind of find that same you you establish a pace and then you like keep that pace 
And then as you move through, like, so you're past 200 at this point, like, you start building up and you start picking up and then you just finish and, and hold your technique, like pump your arms, keep your hips up, all those things. Um, so it's, I made it sound like, I guess, simplistic and easy, but it, it's so not. And also like, it depends a lot of times, you know, you'll be in races with, um, you know, different people and somebody might blow by you. And then like some people may panic or some people may like, you know, not respond, choose to respond later. So it's kind of like, you 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 feed off all those things and as you start to do it more you start to learn um and a lot of that, those things start to just become second nature and become natural so yeah 400's a long race do you ever have any thoughts while you're running the four no i no i honestly don't <laughs> like, honestly like i don't like um Maybe like my first couple steps, I'm like, okay, get out, get out, get out. Hmm. And then from there, it just, it just flows and it's just natural. Flows through. Okay. Yeah. I've heard that. So I, I like to ask because it's always the different, different answers that come along. <laughs> I want to know what your, what you feel like is the worst part of the 400 because I run the 400 too and I'm a little crazy. So I love that race. I love all the pain that come with it. But for you, in your personal life, what do you feel like is the absolute worst part of that 400? Because I know it's different for everybody. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm kind of like, I, I, I do enjoy it. Like I enjoy the, maybe the feeling after like I'm walking off, but like as I'm finishing it, I'm like, I'm fighting through the pain. I'm like, I'm doing something good. Like I can do this. Like, you know, like, you know, I have a gift and like, I'm, I'm doing pretty, like I'm doing good. So I kind of like the feeling that you get, but, um, I'd say the part that hurts the most is probably like right after the 200, when you have to like pick up a kind of pick up again and like build your momentum again, I'd say that is kind of just like a shock to your body. Cause your body was just like, your body's like a little tired at this point. So kind of fighting through that fatigue is, I'd say the worst part. Well, you've also done some relays. So you participated in the four by four and the four by one. I don't want to fail to mention that you you also run the two hundred. You're not just a four hundred runner. So you're all across the board. What is your favorite between the four by four and the four by one? Hmm. I'd say honestly, the okay. I'm gonna say the four by four just because I've done it more. The four by one I've done like. I, I don't think I've done it five times yet. I never ran it in high school at all. Oh, wow. So, like, college is my first time running it. So And I ran it, like, once last year. I think I ran it maybe four times this year. So I haven't run it as much. So I don't know if I could yet, quite yet call it my favorite. But it is fun to run. Like, I like the 4 by one And then as for the 4 by 4 like, I've just run that, like, forever. So I think I'm just kind of used to it. And it's, like, after I'm done running my open event, it's, like, okay, now you got the 4 by 4 Like, it's – since I run the 400, it's expected. Like, if your coach was, like, to you, like, okay, now you got the 4 by 4 you're going to be, like, up, oh, like, you believe me I got a 4 by 4 Like, you know? Like, I'm kind of used to it. Since you said that you never ran the 4 by one in high school – what was your first four by one relay practice like? Because I remember mine, and it, it was a, it was a, a show to say the least. I feel like it was a. Sh I honestly don't even. Okay, so I'm first leg, so I didn't have to get the stick. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I I just do that, and like I feel like I kind of maybe I ran up. 
maybe I ran up on him. I don't know. I might have. I probably messed up. I don't really remember it that much, so it couldn't have been that bad. But like, <laughs> like I don't know. I, I could have messed up that bad. But yeah, like I don't know. I just run and pass it off. See, pass you got. But they put you on the first leg, so you ain't have to learn all that mess. Mm-mm. <laughs> what is your favorite leg to run on the four by four? Um, last. Last. Anchor. I Take love it home. Bring it home. I don't have to like it don't have to pass off to anyone. I just finish and yeah, just bring it home like just win or do whatever I have to do. So yeah. Caitlin, do you have a favorite leg? Um, third leg is my favorite leg, and that's probably because the first time I ever <laughs> ran a fifty seven was third leg at USATF Nationals. So I'm like, yeah. And I love playing catch because I feel like I know that I'm strong enough to hold it and bring it home. But if I got people in front of me, you're going to get a whole different beast. So just give me that baton on third leg. I'll make sure that we in first by the time I hand that baton off. <laughs> <laughs> Energy. All right. So I'm going to ask like one last question before I get into some fun questions. We got a bunch of fun, random questions. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> so you're coming in with the number three time um, after winning NCAAs. What is your focus and your mentality going into USAs? Um, I'd say it doesn't change. I'd say it's the same as always. Like, um, you know, just go out and execute, enjoy myself, have fun, and just, you know, stay focused. Um, and just, like, know, like, you know, I put a whole lot of work in throughout this whole season, and um, every, I think a lot of people saw that work at nationals, but it didn't start at nationals. It started back in September. So, um, I, I'm just staying focused and having fun. Beautifully said. So now we got to start with some of the fun ones because. Uh, gonna stop drilling you with all these questions that might be. <laughs> Y'all, yeah. We're going to, we're going to loosen it up a little bit, get some energy flowing. So you, so you feel comfortable and relaxed. Okay. Like we're not just digging up in your business and nothing. <laughs> I gotta start with this because a lot of people saw the look Coach Holloway gave back to the men, right? <laughs> and then you had Joe sitting there in the back like this. Jesus! <laughs> oh, oh my God! I I've known Holloway for a long time, so I want to ask you what is it's like a double question. What is your favorite story? of Coach Holloway, and what is the angriest you have seen Coach Holloway? You're trying to get me in trouble. <laughs> That's crazy. Coach Holloway, if you listen and close your ears, you don't, don't need her getting in uh, trouble. If Coach Holloway's on this, he needs to exit the live now. Um, <laughs> the angriest I've ever seen him. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I got the angriest I've ever seen him. <laughs> um, like, uh, last year, I don't even know if I I can say okay. Last year, um, the boys were like uh playing basketball. Like, playing wait, but okay, before you even basketball, they were just playing. That's all. It wasn't even like that's why it's funny because it's like it wasn't really, not that it wasn't serious, but it wasn't that serious. But um, <laughs> the girls were playing basketball and like like we said, we hang out as a team all the time. We play sports like we would do volleyball and things like that. And Coach Holly didn't exactly like that we were playing basketball like of course you know before practice so um like the day before practice so he was not very happy about that and I they said that was probably 
one of the angriest I've seen him. <laughs> and then a funny story I have, one of my teammates um, was wearing like, the, I feel like this is getting federal quick. Like, I feel like I'm over here just like, <laughs> but one of my teammates, one of my teammates would wear like a size 14 shoe. Like he would wear it when he was running, but he's actually a 12. So he wore, he wore a 14 because he felt like it gave him more space and he felt more comfortable. I don't know. That's and, a big, yeah, that's I'm a, not judging. I promise I'm not judging. It, it was a, it was a two size difference. So he did that, and, and Coach Holloway was not very happy when he found out about that. Um, and we were like, "Why are you wearing a two size? Like, why is it two size? Two is crazy. Two size different." And Coach Holloway found out about that at practice and was like, "Go get some more shoes." Like, and then he and his and his start the whole season like his start was not the best. This was this isn't joke. Just because people gonna think it's joke, but it wasn't joke. His start wasn't the best, so we were trying to figure out why. And, like, when he was in the blocks, he wasn't able to push off because his toe wasn't at the bottom of the shoe. <laughs> now, I'm not saying you have to expose this teammate, but if that teammate is listening, I lied earlier. I'm definitely judging. <laughs> and whoever it is, I need to, I, we need to talk. I need to figure out the thought process because... <laughs> Don't even make that. Yeah, like, what are, what are you, like, yeah. What are you, what are you gaining? <laughs> I need to understand what, what the process. Listen, if it, oh, I don't know. I don't it, even, I got no words. So, <laughs> I'd say both go for the two of most upset I've seen him, and then also, like, a, like some funny stories. <laughs> Caitlin, go ahead. Oh, man. Well, girl, I got two questions for you. Um, The first one is, if you could combine with any other female athlete on your team to create a super athlete, who would it be? Anna Hall. And and, and you can't say Anna only because she's already superwoman and just pulled off the craziest double in NCAA history. So she don't count. You can't. Okay. Okay. It doesn't count. But my answer is still Anna. I love you, Anna. She's. <laughs> um, I would probably join Jasmine. Mm, that's a good one that's a good one that's more i feel like we have we complement each other well like jasmine's really fast and powerful and of course really strong too and then like um you know i have the 400 strength and um our body types aren't too different so i feel like the athlete wouldn't come out looking kind of like crazy so i feel like we just deformed. <laughs> yeah it wouldn't be deformed or nothing so yeah just two <laughs> all right and this next question i got for you is what is the most disgusting thing that you would eat to get a world championship medal? The most disgusting thing I would eat. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even. Okay, I don't like tomato. Tomato. That was that's what I would do. Eat a tomato. A tomato. I. That's no, that's it's not. Tomatoes are nasty. <laughs> Tomatoes are hard. Like, I wouldn't eat it. If you can have a gold medal, you eat two of them. Golly. I'll eat, I'll eat, I'll eat them. <laughs> for me. Bro, I'm thinking she gonna say chitlins or, or pig feet or something. She say tomatoes. Tomatoes are, like, I, I will not today. If someone was like, I'll give you a thousand dollars to eat tomato. No. Oh, wow. I hate them so I was young. Tomatoes. I think tomatoes are nasty too, but I never thought they was that bad. Oh, there's so, I can't look at like if it touches. I had I had a sandwich the other day, and they have I told them no tomatoes, and they put tomatoes on the sandwich, 
And I was like, I can't eat this sandwich. Well, y'all heard it here first, folks. Talitha don't like tomatoes. So I guess if you want to win in a race against her, just throw tomatoes at her. She's not going to race. She's going to get scared. I'm surprised. I'm from the men the florida men okay will the florida men ever run out of minutes for their phone calls i don't know the way they be calling people i don't know they be <laughs> all i'm like who are y'all calling every time but um yeah no i love i love when they i love when they do their like they have their little things in it and it, like they they bond with it like it's cute like seeing them do that stuff but yeah i'm i <laughs> The girls aren't calling. We're not. Uh, we're not calling anybody. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Every time I'm like, so when you guys got unlimited minutes? Because unlimited. <laughs> also, I want to. I saw. So Kyle, he's part of the city. It's Mag Fam. He actually asked in the comments, "What do you think your time in the 800 would be?" This might. Okay, this isn't controversial. I think I could probably run like. 202203 I don't think that's far fetched at all you I don't I, I think I think I actually can go like 202 cuz what is that that's like 58 and 64 Mhm Yeah I think I could do that cuz you got to have a lot of strength to to pull off an 800 like that and I think if you have enough strength to run sub 50 you got more than enough strength to run a 202 Yeah <laughs> Yeah, I did wrong, and like my whole family did it, so I feel like some genetics in there. And then also, like I'm not really scared, like to go out and just die. So I'll go out and die. Like if they're like to leave the come through with 56 and and die, I'll be like, okay. So oh, you see, yeah, you different from me. You tell me I got how we, because I feel like I feel like there's a way to do it without killing myself before the race is over. You know, like. I mean, I just—you want me to die, and then you want me to get through death? I don't know. I I can't do all that. Can't can't do that. Yeah, I, it is so different. Look, she got the genetics from her mom as well. So oh, that's right. <laughs> oh yeah, you different. You different. Now, you know, we not we can't even be in the same conversation because <laughs> all the people and stuff that's gonna take care of it for you. <laughs> Random fun question that I had got. Um, and I feel like this is a question that I kind of want to ask everybody now. So if you could give the number nine a color, what color would it be? Hmm, that's a cool question. I like that question a lot. Um, I feel like I would give the number nine. Hmm. It's, it's, it's feeling a little pink to me. It's giving a little bit pink. Yeah, I'd, I'd say probably like a pink. Pink? Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, it's like a cool number and it's like a pretty color. I feel like, it, I think like it's a pretty like kind of number like, and you can draw multiple ways. Like, you know, people be, you know, change it up. So I feel like it has a lot to it. Got some valid stuff. She got some valid stuff. That makes sense. Hey, that's, that's the first time I heard pink. So I actually really appreciate that answer. <laughs> what do other people, what's the most common answer? Brown and black. 
Brown and black. No. Brown. Jasmine, I don't know who you've been chatting with, but brown and black, brown and black, and predominantly just black, dark, gloomy colors. I like the number nine. <laughs> Why is it gloomy? That I've gotten from so many people, it being gloomy, is they do associate it with our career of being track. Oh. <laughs> and, oh, that went way, I didn't even think about that at all. But see, I'm not even thinking that hard so, when you think of a color. Yeah, I feel like it shows the mentality, the the personality differences. Like, I'm actually so glad you said pink. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I literally didn't even, that's actually interesting that you said, I'm glad you added that part because I, I didn't think about the lane at all. But that's also but, probably because I'm not a big lane per like some people are like really like like care about the lanes much like I'm kind of like you know <laughs> <laughs> I love that for you and I think the final question I have here is you guys got a lot of chance so what is your favorite chant that you guys have it's great to be a Florida Gator I feel like that one just sums it up um, I love University of Florida. I love my school. I love my teammates. So when we chant that, I, I just feel like we're all together. Like we're so warm and like, usually, usually like it's, I'm either in the, like it's the 400 time. So it's kind of like four by four times. So it's kind of like, sometimes I'm there, sometimes I'm not, but whenever I'm there, I just feel like so excited. So yeah. Before we go. I know, I know I said last question. But okay. Y'all, I know y'all saw Chris question, right? That's a good question. <laughs> So, Chris asks, who is the most famous person in your phone book? In my phone book? In your contacts, because Chris, who says phone book anymore? Yeah, I know. <laughs> he's not even that old, but he's showing his age. Who's the most famous person in my, I don't even, most person in my, I literally don't, maybe, okay, in terms of track, I guess Jackie Joyner. You just said that so like chill, like it wasn't nothing. Girl, what? <laughs> I don't I don't know. You just said that like it's her cousin from down the street or something. Like I don't like that's my that's she's like really close to my mom. So I kinda like I, I was like thinking I'm like who's like so yeah, I guess yeah, her. <laughs> that's a great answer. I just love how you didn't even really have to think twice of it because it shows the environment that you're in which I think that shows why you're doing so well in track you're thank you I remember like always watching I remember watching you um at Oregon like when I was growing up because like growing up of course Oregon was always just crushing it and like you guys are so pretty and you had your nails and I was like I want to look like that when I get older so and so it's so exciting to like now like be able to talk to you and stuff Oh, thank you so much. That like burned my heart because I was not expecting that at all. I'm in your corner and I'm super excited to see you at USA's. Keep doing your thing because this is just the beginning for you. And my advice to you going in, like you said, no expectations. Go out there, have fun because you have nothing to lose. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Of course for joining us and Caitlin it was a great first episode with you so thank you
Thank you for having me. It's cool that my my first episode got to be with the amazing Talitha Diggs. I feel so special now. <laughs> oh yeah, so special that your first one was with me, and I was with you for your first one too. <laughs> oh, see? Look at all of this. I'm telling y'all, we this whole podcast thing is gonna blow up. Okay, <laughs> y'all just gotta stick around for it. My mom is commenting. Hi, mom. Hey, mom. <laughs> Your daughter's so cool, but you probably already knew that, though. <laughs> you raised her well, so thank you. And thank you again, Teresa, for joining us. And again, we look forward to watching you next week. And have a great rest of your day. Thank you guys again. Bye. I'll see y'all in here.